This is Corolla Digital. Hi, I'm Larry Miller, but in a way, aren't we all? And this week, on This Week with Larry Miller, I have returned from England, and I'll tell you all about it, to start a great new year. We'll see you here at LarryMillerPodcast.com. It's time for this week's CarCast with your host, Adam Carolla, and moderator, Matt D'Andrea. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get it on. Mandate. Get it on. Welcome to another CarCast. I'm Adam Carolla. That's Matt, the moderator. D'Andrea, good Happy to see you, Happy New Year. Yeah, buddy. Uh, thank you so much for supporting the show. Thank you so much for listening and telling a friend and sharing and clicking through the uh, Amazon banner at the website and subscribing and all that good stuff. <clears throat> Beginning another year of CarCast. We will keep the shows coming, keep the cool cars coming, keep the road trips coming and the races coming. And you guys tell a friend and support. That's all. Yeah, we're right. going to do some fun stuff, some exciting stuff this year for sure. Um, we have some questions. Uh, Matt brought yeah. a really cool piece, which is uh, out in the parking lot. We'll go walk around that and a couple of few. We have some uh, email questions, and I guess we could just uh, start at the top. First off, anything uh, going on with you? Uh, I, we have some updates. Uh, the Newman cars over at Hotchkiss, it's all yeah. taken apart. It's getting put back together. They need a seat. Yes, Which we need to good. get them a seat. They're moving along on that. They're doing some uh, some uh, additions to the roll cage and stuff, putting the bodywork on it. That car is coming along cool. And then January is always a big month, right? So we're going to be at CES in right. the Ford booth. We're going to do a show from there, a car cast show from there. And then we got all the auctions coming up. Uh, mm. I don't know if you're going to be able to make out. I think you're doing Catch a Contractor, but Probably. I'm going to try to hit up. Uh, Barrett Jackson, for sure. I love those guys. They've been so sweet to me. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe... maybe uh, Maybe if you want me to do some shopping for you while I'm out there, you let me know. <laughs> I wish. I wish I had the money. <laughs> you got to get your buddies involved. These are good investments. Yeah, no, I, right? I I agree. It's just it's cars, and everyone's like, oh, there's no, and, you know, there's no guarantee. Blah, don't blah, blah, even blah. tell them it's a car. Just 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 scam them on like, don't scam them. But you know, you got to just pitch it as a financial investment. Listen, I've already said to my wife, what do we got put away for those kids in college? And she told me, I was like, hey, that's a pretty good chunk of change. Could I get it? Could I get to that? And she's like, "No, you're not allowed it." And but to be fair to her, she went ask your money manager guy. Like she was would have been fine with her, yeah. Because I know that if you put away a chunk of change, my kids are seven for college. What will college? By the way, my kid is going to be like he's going to be like. Butt funneling Mangria and banging his <laughs> avatar when he's 18. Like, I'm going to walk into his room. He's going to have a butt funnel full of Mangria and be banging his avatar. And I'm going to be, son, what about college? Get out of here, old man. <laughs> How many times have I told you? So do you, what, at what age do you go to him and say, listen, son, here it is. Here's, here's a Lamborghini 350 GT. You can either sell this and go to college 
or keep it and drive to a community college in it. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't even know what college is going to be in 10 years. Like, why? It's online. We're doing it now. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, is it's a brick and mortar. Like, they talk brick and mortar. It's, it's funny that colleges are at the sort of tip of the spear of nobody who goes to a college goes into a bookstore and buys a book. They go to Amazon and they buy a book. By the way, my book, President Me, available now on pre-order on Amazon, if you like. Thanks for supporting the pirate ship. But it's funny that they're sitting in a place that's made of brick and mortar and covered with ivy talking about the future of not going into a brick and mortar store. Yeah. I who, What kids 10 years from now, my kids do... 85% of the shit they get comes from the internet right now. Like, my daughter wanted a new cover for her phone. You know, it's like, Mama's going to go to Amazon and get... Okay, fine. Yeah. They understand it very all, clearly. All of my Christmas shopping was... Right. I travel, right? I just right. send everything there. So, why are we going to college in 10 years? I mean, we're going to get laid. We're going to get drunk. We're going to have fun, do, do a keg stand. But really, learning-wise... Why do I have to pay sixty grand a year for you to go over there? You can get drunk at home. I'll get you laid at home for a lot less than sixty grand. I've seen uh, hookers on the point. You get those on the internet too. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part about that show, Hookers on the Point, was it is was Hookers on the Point, wasn't it? It's like an HBO show or something. Showtime. They, You're looking at Jeff. For they this? just they follow the hookers. <laughs> <laughs> they follow the hookers around in like like the worst part of New Jersey. And they, you know, the Johns pick them up and they just film from the outside of the car. But the, but the, but the guys are like, yeah, hookers at the point. The, uh, the, the <laughs> I, chick, I didn't know that was the a show. chicks are, the chicks are wired up. And the great thing about hookers at the point is two things I always find interesting about it. One is the guy comes pulling up in an 88 Pathfinder that is like Arctic green with with one fender that is um, primered, but they tile out the license plate. Yeah. But, like, his wife doesn't know he's driving the 88 <laughs> Pathfinder that's Arctic green with the one fender that's got the Bondo on it, and they don't recognize his voice. Like, I feel like my wife would recognize my voice if I was in there. But the greatest part is... So they tile out the license plate. So I was like, well, we can't tell whose car this is. And then the guy pulls up, and it's the same thing every time. It's like, how about a blowjob? And the chick's like, that'd be $20. And the dude's always like, $20? <laughs> Bitch, you got to do me better than that. And I'm always like, better than $20? That seems very reasonable. You drive me to the airport in a town car, and the tip is included, and you still get $20. And just a hand job. I don't care about a blowjob at that point. No, I'm just saying, like, you get... You get twenty bucks from me pretty easily. A fucking lap dance is like thirty five bucks now. Blowjob twenty yeah. bucks sounds pretty reasonable. Pretty yeah. reasonable to me. On, do they do they have to take cash still, or can you just take your iPhone with the credit card reader and the girls just swipe it right there? Oh wow! I know right? you, you don't can just do that right over. Yeah, right over. You, you you don't want the like. 
Yeah, you you don't want no, all you, those. You incorporate it as like a candle store or something like that. So yeah, it just comes up as like you bought the wife a gift, smelly candles or soap or something. <laughs> Here's hookers on the point, by the way, Jeff. <laughs> Pulled it up. Yeah, I'm saying you're you know, Hold on, you're we're right. looking at a 1987 Tercel. Or a uh, Corolla or something with a what? caved in rut. There's what no way your fender. wife doesn't know what car that is. By the way, it's not, there's only one of those on the planet. It has, <laughs> it has the headlight removed on, on the driver's side. The driver's side has been hit badly. You can tell exactly what year it is. I mean, there's no way the woman you're living with does not know that car. But I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Let's, let's hear what she has to say. Years old. I mean, I drank since I've been 11 years old. 13, I started smoking reefer. 14, 15, I was smoking crack. Just make it right around the corner. My father gave me an alternative. I either live by his rules and do what he said, or I get the fuck out. Because only thing to him I was going to be was nothing like my mother. With 10 kids, three different fathers. And nothing but a slut. I'll describe what we're looking at. We're looking at a heavy set Jewish woman who's speaking <laughs> candidly about her sexuality. <laughs> I haven't seen the show, but the cops roll up at one point. <laughs> they just stand outside the woman. By the way, that's the kind of car you'd buy on eBay and be like, yeah, it was 1200 bucks, man. It's a great deal. Yeah. <laughs> Covered with semen. You open the door, it just comes pouring out. Uh, you get the idea. <laughs> We're just looking at the outside of a super beat-up car. But, again, you don't think this white guy's wife knows the car he drives and now what he's up to. He doesn't know he's on TV. Right. He doesn't know she's uh, mic'd up. Do you think the camera guy sitting in the other car is going, This is this is my big break. Once <laughs> once Hollywood gets a gets a look at this, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be huge. <laughs> well, I'll put it to you this way. When you go do the OTFs, the uh on the flies, like where they sit down and they go, All right, now tell us what just happened out there. I do those things all the time when I do you do a show like uh Celebrity Apprentice, you go do the OTF. The guy mics you up, you go stand off in the corner of the street, whatever, the side of the bar, whatever, and they do, you know, they'll go. And then he picked you up, and you go, well, then I got into the car, and then I... But half the time, the makeup chick runs up to you and, like, gets some hair, or she'll go, like, you have an eyelash or something. They must have to just come at your face with a mop, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> you got a bucket of jizz on your head? Let me just get that. Just get that aside. Let me just squeegee. Let me just squeegee your the face. The makeup person's wearing, yeah. wearing, like, a welding mask. <laughs> <laughs> got the huge gloves on. Gloves on. <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's a car show. We were just talking about a uh, you know eighty seven Tercel. That's, That's right. All. That's right. All right. You've got uh, we got some Facebook questions. Your, yeah, Facebook questions. Uh, Mister Regular wants to know: uh, Would you rather drive a clean but dated eighty seven Plymouth Reliant? Well, not after watching that video <laughs> <laughs> for a week, or a Jaguar? XFRS drenched in cat pee. The 87th Plymouth Reliant, that was like every cop car in the 80s movies. It's like every time you saw Clint Eastwood driving around as a, as a detective, he was driving like a... Was he like, driving the Reliant? I like thought a, that was like a smaller Reliant. one. Or maybe that's when Renault got involved with the Reliant. <laughs> the Renault Reliant... 
It's like the beige squarish cop oh, car yeah. is like the the Plymouth Reliant. See, I think it's a little. Yeah, maybe you're right. I thought it was you a know, little bit. I mean, it, it looks what very is, what similar is the, to like the Renault Alliance. I feel like Renault got together. I I know that uh, AMC and Renault got together to make a super. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> they all look the same. Like all these cars look the same back then. Uh, all I'm saying is is this: this AMC and Renault getting together. Yeah. To create a car. It's a match made in heaven. Is is like if you took the band Warrant and the band, oh, I don't know, what's the douchiest ba- band of today? Train or something. Like it just <laughs> took some fuck. To, like like if, if, if two of the shittiest bands on the planet announced they were going to come together to form a super band, you guys are the <laughs> shittiest car manufacturers on the planet. You're going to get together and do what? Make the world's shittiest car. This I, is if train sucks. Warren's awesome. Okay, if if <laughs> if if Danny DeVito said uh, he was going to get together with uh, Susan, what's her name, who won uh, the American uh, Susan Boyle, <laughs> and have a super child, <laughs> like. <laughs> You go like, no, that is the worst <laughs> idea I've ever. There were no lies. I can't turn away, though. I just can't turn away. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah, were no there alliance. There were no alliance. It yeah. looks, it's, it, you're right, that's smaller than the. Uh, uh, we're than looking the at the picture of the car. It looks. This is their ad or something. When they right? look shitty in the ads, that's, that's bad. How, how did that thing get 40 miles per gallon highway in 34 City? Well, the reason it got such great mileage is it didn't run. It's got fuel injection. It physically didn't move. It says fuel injection. It's got a 1.7 liter. Is that what that says? That's right. <laughs> that thing must haul ass. Do you, I don't see a lot of those at the vintage races, but I feel like it's going to be booming soon. <laughs> there were no lies. I used to remember the commercials. All right. Uh, so, so would you rather drive the Reliant or the, or the, the, the Cat P? I would go Jaguar. with the Jag, and I would simply take... Uh, the Vicks Vapor Rub, and before I got into it, just give a nice nostril full of each one, like they do when they're doing an autopsy in Silence of the Lambs. You know, just a little, yeah, right on the right on the stash. You got to keep rib. a jar for your guests and a jar for the guests, and right. we would smell this beautiful menthol smell as we hustled down the highway. Uh, all right, Jason needs something fun to drive with room for a car seat. Any suggestions? Currently looking at a 2010 Charger RT. Um, something fun. So like a used Charger seat. RT? So you're looking at like 20-something grand maybe? Mm-hmm. Assuming that's the budget that you're looking at? I don't uh, – I, I haven't driven that that often. Um, I always say – and it, for me, it's – it's I, I you know, I'm a Nissan guy, so I always go with the uh, – Q, uh, the uh, whatever thirty five or the oh the uh the like the infinities and the... yeah yeah picking one of those up yeah. pretty cheap is kind of they're fun cars to handle now they have a back seat and it's good for a car seat but it's not good for your adult buddies right you know I mean if if you want the American car I drove the Charger it's a cool car um, to me something like the appeal of the Charger is if you're going to mess around with the car and you want to, you know, you want a four door that you can tool around and put big brakes on eventually, or mm-hmm. or or modify a little bit, then the Charger is kind of the cool four door to do that in. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the uh, uh, and also kind of a big car would be like the Ford Taurus that's out with the turbo, with the EcoBoost turbo engine. Mm-hmm. You probably get one for a couple of years old, the probably similar price range. Mm-hmm. And those were like three fifty, I want to say three fifty five horse. Did this turbo not six. sell very well? I, I think they, I think they're selling fine. It's just. It's just it's still a really big car when you drive it. It's a big car, and then the Ford Fusion came out, and it looked great, and it was smaller and more fuel efficient. And I feel like that car is probably outselling the Taurus because I it's, think the it's last more time we a, went to the CES or last time we went to whatever we went to in Vegas, we got in one of those Tauruses for some reason. So yeah, coming back I, to me, I drove it. It's it feels big. It's it's not you know it's not. It it feels a little bit more mm-hmm. seven series BMW than it does five series BMW to me. It didn't feel like a a small car. It felt like a big car, but it was quick. the 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 SHO version with the turbo engine is fast. Right. If you can pick one of those up at, yeah. at a similar price. That thing's cool. And the truth is, like a chip or something in it, and those things are putting out way over four hundred horsepower. You can have some fun with it. Um. All right. Let's see. Questions. See, once Ace Man's Camaro going to get done, the Camaro is. It's pretty much done. Pretty much done. See, the, the the issue is, and then uh, I don't mean to cut you off on it. Is is the brakes that are on it? It has kind of a a unique Alcon caliper, which has a unique stud mount to it. And we looked all over to find these things, and we couldn't find them. Alcon doesn't make them anymore. John Hotchkiss and his guys, they called, like, every race shop in the, in North Carolina. Nobody has it. So we pulled the calipers off. <laughs> we sent them over to, uh, Leno. to Leno's shop, and they're going to scan them and, and maybe make a, a 3D print of it, and we'll cast some new ones. But the new ones that we cast... We're going to put new internals. Maybe somebody from a group like Stop Tech will help us out. We'll put new mm-hmm. late model internals in it. And then we want to make it modular enough that we can use that on the other cars, two or three of the other Nissans that you're working on now. Right. Um, so that's it. The car's basically done. We just need to fix that's we need the, to way the brakes. You make it super cost effective. And when I say super cost effective, I mean from ridiculous part from a space shuttle right. to just ridiculous part for like a fighter jet right in terms of price yeah no it is because you know we were talking about this the other day when uh jonathan ward was on and you needed that cast piece right for the lamp right i got the pricing street on that. lamp <laughs> <laughs> i got the pricing on that what well, what year is it why is it so why is it more in 2014 to cast something than it would have been 500 years ago well as you can imagine the first one is a little pricey, and you probably only need one. Everybody always does that. <laughs> they go, hey, look, if you needed like eight to 10,000 units, yeah. I could definitely get it under 500 bucks a unit for you. But if you just need one, uh, it's not going to be worth It's like, <laughs> right. I'm not opening up a, a manufacturing facility where I make outdoor lighting. Well, you should. <laughs> once, once I email you the cost, <laughs> you should. Well, tell me should. now. It'll be funny. It's, uh, it's, it's about, it's about a, th- Fifteen hundred bucks for the first one, and about five hundred dollars for each one after, after that. that. Yeah, they got to make the sand cast mold, and there's a wax mold they put in it, and then yeah, the whole thing. So it's about by the way, the porcelain Punisher Fonda Lear, who did not know what slicks were, <laughs> who did not know what oh, there's a few good ones. Let's see, he didn't. What was that? He didn't. Yeah, sawhorse. He didn't know what sawhorse was. He didn't know what slicks were. When I told him I needed to make a sand casting, he thought I was casting sand. He thought I was making the part from sand. No more durable 
<laughs> substance. Like if you're making brake calipers or outdoor lighting, you obviously want to made of sand. <laughs> when I told him I was doing a sand casting, he thought it was a casting of sand that I was okay. going to make my uh, pillar lights out of sand. Like some water and a little bucket flip upside down. <laughs> yeah, the, fir- the first rainstorm, the sand stuff doesn't work out. And, and you know, the Andretti turn number two at uh, Laguna Seca under hard braking, that sand doesn't stand up. I mean, it'll uh, for a sprint, maybe, but for an endurance race. <laughs> yeah. Sand. Once I get warmed up, it's <laughs> sandcastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I. I got this outdoor light. I need a couple of pieces cast for it. And I thought, oh, I'll just get it cast. I'm now. Is it all the same piece, by the way? Because that's a whole nother, I'm, I'm that's now, a whole nother startup fee, you know? I'm now back to Leno. So um, I, and I'm I back asked. Back to Leno and, and, and uh, P- PVC or ABS. Yeah. And I'll just fucking glue it together. Yeah. If it's broken, can't you just. Glue well, it. no, the, the problem... Or are you missing pieces? No, here's the deal. The, the machine that Leno has can only make things up to, I think, about 11 or 13 inches long. This thing is like 19 inches long. Okay. So I said, we'll make the left side and make the right side, and then I'll just glue it together with ABS glue... And it's paint grade, so don't worry. I'll, like, scuff it up and paint it, and no one's ever going to know. And it's exterior, but it's not holding anything up. And it can be made of ABS. I mean, ABS is pretty durable shit. Yeah. It's just decorative, right? It's just like a piece on a lamp. Yeah. So I dropped it off there at Leno's shop. Okay. And it's about four months ago. And I said, uh, when should I check back? And they said, uh, well, call me and remind me. And then I called, and I've called about three times, and Bernard just said, uh, yeah, he's not doing anything. So call and remind him in a month. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's hard to tell people to do stuff when they don't need to do it or want to do it. Right. Uh, but I think this is more my plan. Yeah. Because the casting's well, going to get pretty expensive. There, I could, We could get that done outside of Leno's shop. Somebody else can make a plastic piece. All right. Well, maybe we'll do yeah. that. But Then I have to go collect it. But always, just, always a good excuse to go to Leno's shop anyway. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll go check up on him. Somebody uh, <laughs> has a uh, question. Let's see. Bruce, uh, that's interesting. Bruce uh, Irvine. Thoughts on the 07 Maserati Quattroport versus 07 BMW M5. Yeah. Um, both really cool pieces. It's Quattroporte. Quattroporte. Sorry. I have often said, and we can find out some prices, that Quattro Porte 07, now, granted, some low miles, because you don't yeah. want a bunch of miles on that car, but you can be walking around like you got a big swinging sack and driving that car. It's a bargain of a lifetime, And Maserati. you can probably get that thing for $42,000, yeah. and it retailed for $115,000, and uh, I don't know, you can check on eBay or Auto Trader or whatever, I mean... I, we got you. Got to be able to get that thing for around fifty. They're both probably. Um, let's see. I'm trying to picture uh, two or something. They're both the the the, the Quattroporte probably stickered for twenty grand more, thirty grand, twenty five grand more. Probably it's a little bit bigger car. Yeah, but the the M5 is awesome, 
And the M5's a better car. Yeah. Uh, but the funner, cooler cars, one for 45. I was way off. I said 43. <laughs> but we could get this guy down to 43. 40, that's 45.9 on eBay we saw one for right. 2007. And Executive G, like that, that's a, it's a gorgeous car. The Maserati, it's I one think. one for 21. <laughs> but that, that, that's 20 bids. It could oh, still be that going one's, up. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's one for 42.5. 42, Again, I was way off. Uh, there's one for 30. I mean, these guys, Yeah, it's insane. Now, when the head gasket goes on the left bank, right. it's going to cost a little something right. to replace but, it. But look, the, the engines in those Maseratis, they're... Ferrari. The, Ferrari assembles them. If anything, like the headliners are going to fall out and you're going to have some electrical issues. But and that's what they've always had in the past. But I'll tell you that the Maserati today is a much better car than it used to be. Remember that bi-turbo in the 80s? Sure. That little 225 horse bi-turbo? Yeah. That was a cool little car. That but... was Max Apatis, gay porn name. <laughs> bi-turbo. Uh, little guy. <laughs> little bi-turbo. Oh, yeah. Just bounce around from cock to cock. <laughs> Uh, now we need to find the M5, because now I'm, I'm curious. What, what is it, 07 M5? 07. I believe they must have held their value a little better. So I'll bet you one stickered at 115 and is now at 40, and the other stickered at 85 and is now at 40. Yeah, but there's also... Or whatever. There's all, it's a better car, but there's also a bunch of, you know, there's a bunch of fanboys out there that love the BMWs. Like, there's not... There's not car shows with 10,000 cars, and they're all Maseratis. The, look, <laughs> so here's the, here's the bottom line. They're both—oh, we're looking at one for 29. Um, they're both a ton of cars, one for 24. I don't know. Are we on eBay, or we got to go to Auto Trader? I think? you got to go to Auto Because eBay, sometimes we haven't reached our, our bid yet. Um, I love the Maserati. The Maserati's fun. It makes you look like a rich guy or yeah. a former rich guy and all that kind of stuff. The BMW's a better car, probably better driving car, better performing car, better everything. But they're both great. And I would go with the Maserati just now. If if this is my one and only mode of transportation, yeah. I would probably go with the BMW. If it was the weekend date car, mm-hmm. And I had myself a nice, uh, reliable, you know, Ford F one fifty to drive around during the week. Uh, I would go with the Maserati. Yeah, are you there with me? I am. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, li- I like the Maserati. I think it's a gorgeous car. The interior is gorgeous too. Oh yeah, and th- that's the big difference you can notice between the M five and the and the Maserati is the M five yeah, has five is down around twenty eight thousand dollars. It's going to have that very traditional yeah, kind of German 35. interior. All right, so they're all. They're uh, they're comparable. You probably pick a, a nice example of each one up for a uh, nice example of the of the M5 for thirty to thirty five, and a nice example yeah. of the Quattroporte from thirty five to forty. I, I wasn't really looking, but if, I kind of suspect that you'll find a a lower miles Maserati than you were than you will an M5. Yeah. Well, also. You know, BMWs are cars that, that get driven. Yeah. I mean, th- there's there's a decent chance that M5 has some track time. There's a very good chance. Guy, guys drive <laughs> those cars. Yeah, like guys, or just a lot of asshole time. Like right. Just that guy driving right. like I do on the road. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jack wants to know why Lynette isn't driving the Model S. She has the uh, Audi 7. 
A7. A7, yeah. It's enough fucking car for her, by the way. And uh, Audis, man, when you step up to the S or the R or the RS or whatever, that price oh, starts to go up fast. I, you, I know you didn't get a chance to go with us to the L.A. Auto Show, but uh, Jeff and Chris were out there with me, and we saw the RS7. Oh, like that. that's Lynette's car with what was it like 550, 560 horse, something like that, turbocharged. Right. And they said it does zero to 60 in like 3739. Some just it must ridiculous. Have amazing. Too. It does. It, it does look amazing, very aggressive, but it's just so incredibly fast. Yeah. It's just mean. Yeah. So don't tell Lynette about that car. Is it all wheel drive? Yeah. Are all, I guess, what Audi isn't? Well, the, no. Are all Audis all-wheel drive? Sir, I mean, if you if, if no, if you get a well, the base, TTs they like, had an all-wheel drive and a front-wheel drive, I believe. The Audi no, TT. did they have a front-wheel drive? Just from I think if you get like a bone stock S four, it's not. I think you can get it like an an S four or an A. Sorry, an A four that's just rear-wheel drive, and probably get like an A six and a what uh, A five? Oh, an A five? A five? I figure that out. Anyway, um, the seven is enough car for her. The it's got a V six, uh, three hundred six horsepower, or something like that. I don't yeah, know, it's like a, a three point eight or something. It's got 4. a 2 supercharger or something, or something on it. Supercharger yeah, yeah. Turbo sorry, something. it's got a supercharger on it, and it's I don't know. Maybe it's making three thirty three thirty three or something like that. It's plenty peppy enough yeah. for the gals, and you buy you get the S or the whatever couple things first off you add 10 grand to the sticker price if the car you have is already almost 90 grand by the way stop saying that it always <laughs> makes me angry when i get into it it's covered with fucking cheerios and wrap <laughs> like uh, like breakfast bar wrappers well all right number one um number two the um you know it's 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 10 grand more when you get the big engine in there yeah number two you get worse mileage and then number three I think the insurance goes up a little bit as you get the imagine, more expensive, yeah. more powerful car. So for as far as the chicks go, 300 and some odd horsepower is all all they need. And the thing handles great, yeah. drives great, feels great. And I got to tell you this. It's not slow. Not by any stretch of the imagination. The um, When you put your foot into it, it goes... But also, it's funny that when you drive, um, whatever car you drive, as I always say, just becomes your car. That is, that is it. Oh, the A4 and the A5 both c- come with front-wheel drive and all-wheel drive. So the, I guess there is no rear-wheel drive Audi then. Uh, either way, I drove – when I was driving, I would take Lynette's car – when uh, I was going to Irvine to do a show or whatever yeah. because it was big and comfortable and put people in it. It was a nice highway cruiser and all that kind of stuff. And it felt great. The steering felt great, the the, the handling and the acceleration, everything. Um, then I got used to driving around my Jag mm-hmm. with the supercharger on it and the 540. Horse- 510. 510 horsepower. The other one was 510. And uh, I run it off aviation fuel, though. Okay. Well, maybe. I bump it up a little bit. So um, (laughs) I got used to that. And then I got into Lynette's car the other day, and it felt like a slug. Yeah. So everything in life is sort of like a hot tub. 
you know, you get used to whatever you're in and right. it's just, it is what it is. Um, look, Paris Hilton drives around or used to drive around like a McLaren Mercedes SLR. 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 <laughs> right. Okay. Well, it's got 620 horsepower or whatever. 600 more than she needs. That's her driving with her fucking Bruno Molly pumps on, right? So she's used to that car. That's her car. Now, for us, it'd be like, oh, the shit's a rocket ship or whatever, but that's just her car. Right. I, I try to tell people. Three weeks to seven weeks into your car ownership experience, it just becomes your car. And at a certain point, you're sitting in your McLaren SLR eating an In-N-Out burger. Right. While talking on the phone, while driving in your Bruno Mali pumps. It's just your car. So you can go with the big engine and the big turbos and all that kind of stuff and pay the extra 20 grand and everything. Like that, but it will just kind of be your car a certain amount of time into it. Yeah. And... uh you know, it's just Lynette's car that I pay for. But you know <laughs> what I'm much. saying. Yeah. yeah. And mm. you know what? And, and uh, compare it to the Model S, which is another car that I know we both really like a lot. I don't think the Model S was even really out yet. Or it was like, you know, it was out. It was being announced. It was a waiting list. It wasn't anything. Right. And the lease on her other car was up. It, it, the Model S wasn't something she could actually get into at the time. I wanted her to get the Hyundai. Oh, the the, the big Genesis. Yeah. Four-door yes. with no badges on it. You're yes. like, honey, this is... What is wrong with this, this car? This is the same exact car. It's the same car, $41,000. <laughs> $1. I don't like it. <laughs> but it's, So it's good for me because uh, whenever we get into an argument about money, I can always get back to that. I always get back to the car. To the car, She yeah. always does. She'll do the, hey, I don't care about money. I'm not interested in money. I don't fall. I'm not, it's not my thing. I, go, yeah. I know money's not your thing, but the shit you buy with the money... Turns out that is your thing. When you showed her the A6, when you showed her the A6 and the A7, the A6 sort of fell uh, off the off a radar. And the A7 Hyundai was the way to go. Genesis fell right off the radar. <laughs> so I know you're not interested in money, but you are interested in cars. And this one's thirty five <laughs> grand more. Uh, either way, uh, great, great car and a good looking car. Still, uh, still think that car is good looking. Yeah. All right. I was watching 60 Minutes and they're talking about all the companies that were going under all these startup clean tech yeah. companies and Fisker Karma. Uh, Fisker was one of them. And I thought, gee, it seemed like only yesterday me and Heinrich Fisker were driving around Mulholland in his Fisker Karma. Yeah. And I was just going, man, this is a beautiful car. Like, it's an electric car, but it's low slung and it looks beautiful. And he was telling me how the dash was made from reclaimed mahogany and stuff like that and all the materials. And I was going, Jesus Christ. And he's a great designer. The car looked amazing. And it felt amazing. And it's like, it wasn't like, oh, it's an electric car and it looks cool from the outside. And then you get to the inside, see all the plastic parts, bit, parts, bin bits. Uh, everything was like bespoke and beautiful. And Heinrich was standing there and literally people were saying, how much is this car? And he's going, oh, I think we're starting about 95 and it yeah. goes up to like 120. And I had guys that were producers that were saying to him, uh, can, can I get on the list? Can we yeah. put my name on the it, list? It Sign felt like up. a $100,000 car. It looked like a $100,000 Well, car. let's not – Let's. <laughs> I, it was. It felt a little more like buck fifty, two hundred. I mean, when you looked at all the technology in the roof with the charging solar system and everything. Yeah. And so you were like, Jesus Christ, this guy's going to make a mint. Uh, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't know what happened. This, this question up here about the karma, by the way. 
This is this is from our buddy who owns Zorba's Pizza. Mm. He sells Mangria. Made us our Mangria. Yeah, uh, our Mangria. Uh, what the guy you up the north? cranberry sauce. Yeah, yeah. You can order. He'll oh, deliver Mangria. Right. He'll yeah. deliver Mangria to your house if you order a pie. I'm just going to plug that right there. Order order a pie. Get I, Mangria. I found myself <laughs> sitting around saying, "Well, Fisker's gone under." But I was, as I was watching 60 Minutes, and Leslie Stahl was explaining that Fisker went under along with a bunch of other companies that yeah. make, uh, you know, solar panels and shit that I don't want. But I was like, that Fisker's a pretty bitching car. And yeah. I don't know. Are they selling them for $65,000? Like, I know the company's gone. I don't know where the fuck you get batteries. I don't know how the service works. It, it wasn't one thing, I think, that, that sort of took down that company. Certainly the big start of it is is. Their partner is a company called A123 that makes the battery packs and stuff. That mm-hmm. company went b- bankrupt. Right. So right there, they just lost their major partner, and they, I guess they struggled to find somebody else that could replace the stuff, um, the the electronic powertrain and stuff to it. But um, what's his name? The uh, Bob Lutz, the former chairman mm-hmm. of GM, mm-hmm. I think it was like a year or two ago. He debuted some car. I don't know what the name of the car company was, or if it was just a prototype, but it was basically a Karma with a with like a, a Corvette engine. I mean, he had like an LS7 or something put in the front and, mm-hmm. you know, put a radiator in there and the whole thing made it work. And it was gorgeous and it sounded awesome and it was a badass car. Because I, I like the look of the Karma and the interior is gorgeous. Um, a buddy of ours has one. Uh, Justin uh, Bieber. No, he'd be your buddy. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, Jeff Dunham. Oh, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Dunham. Jeff Dunham has. He had one. Pilot. Jeff Dunham. He had one, and then he sold it because he didn't like it. And then he got a call from like Colin Powell's people, and Colin Powell was selling his personal Fisker, and he bought it because it was Colin Powell's car. So he still has. We, we're seeing cars. Uh, Fiskers go for seventy two, seventy five, and eighty. Um, do you think it's going to be 69? collectible? Do you think this is going to be... Well, they only made 2,000 of them. Like, is this going to be the next Tucker? I think, well, <laughs> Tucker, they didn't. They made 38 of them or something, you know. 48. 48, sorry. So they 51, made... actually. 51. Something like that. Yeah, okay. but, but this, they made 2,000. So, you know, it'll be collectible. You know, Dino Ferraris, they made 3,500. They're collectible. Yeah. But um, I personally can... Cons- uh, when you say this one's sixty five thousand dollars, I'll bet you it took five hundred k to make that car. I, I mean, they, well, it they took them a half a billion dollars to make half a billion dollars to make those. <laughs> uh, do, all right, two thousand divided by into half a billion dollars. You know what I mean? That's really, if you think about the price of your Fisker Karma, it is take two thousand, uh, put it into half a billion, and that's what your car. Cost so maybe every car costs two point seven million dollars. <laughs> I mean, to manufacture if you right. if you do that math. So because that is the ultimate math, they're not going to make any more. Yeah. Um, well, that's not true. Oh, they may make more. I I'll tell you first for for sixty five thousand bucks, I would get one. Yeah. I think it'd be the question fun. is: is 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 it drivable, or are you buying it as a collector car? Are you buying I, I, it to drive, or do you buy it as an I investment car? I know a couple car? caught on fire. There's been some few issues, but just breaking down and not working and breaking themselves on the side of the I road. I feel like, like a that. lot of that's been a lot of headlines. But I'll bet you, if you got that car, and a lot of the stuff, by the way, is pilot error. 
like it says charge for 24 hours on 240 yeah, before like, you, go. whatever, and you don't, go. or yeah. drain battery fully before, whatever. I'll bet you if you got that car and you really just read that manual and you went, here, I'm going to do it exactly as they tell me to yeah. do it, I bet you that car would work. Yeah, it probably does. I'm sure there's a bunch of them on the road that people drive all, all the time and they work fine. Yes. Well, not a bunch, but yes. Well, <laughs> less than 2,000. Yes. All right. We're going to go out. Uh, we, uh, I Like I said, uh, Matt brought another really cool piece. And again, that's why you should go to the uh, carcastshow.com and click on the donate banner because uh, these cars got a lot of really cool stuff and coming And the one I here. brought eats a lot of gas. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you can give us a nice rating on iTunes. You can uh, go to... Uh, where was it? What was above there, Jeff? Slide down a little bit, would you please? Ah, yeah, Amazon doing a little shopping, getting the getting the new book, President Me, or picking up some Angria. If you go on Amazon, uh, go through the go through the Carcast website, and we got the merch, we got the shirts and the mugs and all that kind of stuff. And uh, at the uh, Corolla Drinks dot coms where you go for the Mangria and adamcroll.com is where you go for the merch yeah. and all that live shows coming up too you can go check all that out you got any Mangria signings coming up what are we doing yeah there? we're doing some uh coming up in chicago uh coming up uh i think in buffalo let's see we you go to adamcroll.com and just hit the live show hit the Mangria signing hit the whatever merch whatever you whatever you're looking for and you will find it uh all right we'll go out take a look at the cool piece that matt brought Well, here we are, the new Range Rover, Land Rover, something this is Rover. The 2014 Range Rover Sport Supercharged. Mm-hmm. It's 510 horsepower. <laughs> Sweet. Me. I like the burnt orangey color. It's which, called chili red. Chili red. It it it's having a, a, a nice renaissance from the 70s. That it's a little more red in it than than burnt orange, but it's yeah. got a it's got a cool color. It works. Uh, it's got a little uh, Mitsubishi Eclipse. It does. I, you know, my brother had one of those same color. That you know that color that they had in the light. This really kind of pops. We got a little bit of cloud cover in our right. gloomy, gloomy January California Woo! weather. <laughs> it's Sixty-seven degrees out here. It's freezing. I know. I'm freezing. I want a yeah, jacket. You need a long sleeve. I do. Um, the I've, 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 this is the weapon of choice for most celebrities I know. And the reason I've said in the past that most the celebrities, Jimmy Kimmel being one of them, and just all these guys and their wives like these cars is in the past, they didn't care so much about performance, but they did sort of like sitting up a little bit. Yeah. They didn't like sitting down and someone go, oh, look, Kimmel's flies open, you know, pulling up in a F-250. But the, the thing that I think always sold these things was the interior because they were never like, well, they're the most reliable or they have the most horsepower. But it was always like when people would see the interior, just the little seats with the screw turn on it and the, and the, armrest, yeah, on the armrest and, and everything vented and just the interior of one of these. I mean, to me, BMW has always made a better sport ute performance-wise, but the interior was just German. Yeah. You know, this right. is the sumptuous interior, but now... Now this thing gives it a run for its money. I mean, this has got the same supercharged 
510 horsepower engine that was in your XFR. And right. the suspension and its dynamic handling is, it's been tested to be better than the BMW. Our, our friends at Edmunds.com tested this thing. Jaguar claims 0 to 60 in 5 seconds. They hit 0 to 60 in 4.6 wow. and 4.4 with the rollout with a one-foot rollout. This thing moves. Now, it's definitely lighter. We spoke to the guys at the auto show about the last year or two about them moving toward aluminum, and the use of aluminum cut a lot of weight off these cars, off these, you know, trucks, I guess. But isn't it crazy that this thing would smoke 0 to 60, and even in the quarter mile, a Hemi Cuda... Oh, this thing's as fast as a new Mustang. It's a brand new Mustang. I'm going back, though. (laughs) Like, I'm just going throughout history. Like a 71 Hemi Cuda or uh, a Corvette with a big block in it. Yeah. Or even even any of the Shelbys, you know, GT350 or the big, you know, 428 stuff, you know, later on. Even like a Boss. I'll bet you you could take a... uh, Boss 428, or is it 429? 429. 429 Boss, and this thing would completely dust it, even in a quarter mile. Right, as you're listening to satellite radio and getting your butt cooled with the seats. Uh, right. <laughs> I mean, it is it is crazy. It's, yeah. It's great looking, it's sumptuous, and when you get on it, as I did, it does haul ass. Now, this one, I think the supercharged V8 starts at around 80 grand. This one has a handful of options on it. Obviously, it's a press car, so they want to dress it up with as many things as possible. 21-inch wheels, it's got the rear seat entertainment, the huge sunroof. Right. I mean, I mean, I mean even the paint that we mentioned, the chili red, is like an $1,800 option, but it looks gorgeous. Sure. Interiors, as well as it handles and performs, it's still a really comfortable ride, even when you step up to the optional 21-inch ramps. And And like you said, the the interior is is gorgeous. And I feel like they're, in a way, getting more advanced and getting a little more Spartan at the same time. It seems a little less bells and whistles, a little, you know, everything is digital now, so it comes to life when you turn the key or press the button, as it were. But the interior seems almost elegant but stark. You yeah. know, not, not a bunch of chrome jumping out at you. Maybe we pop the hood while we're here. God bless uh, Range Rover for putting the hood pop where it should be it should instead be. of to go to the passenger side door jam and all that. So just like the modern cars work, uh, just a big valve cover, big a big plenum cover here the supercharger on it i do like when you see the formed uh spring towers you can see that's clearly aluminum yeah like back in the day this would just look like a stamped piece of sheet metal and and they gotta add this they gotta mold in this gusseting for strength and you can see these sensors on the top are all part of the dynamic suspension so this thing has several levels now it's a range rover so it's off-road capabilities still need to be legendary and it is and you can put this thing in snow mode and mud mode and hill climb and hill descent or dynamic mode and it'll handle and it'll change its ride height Right. Depending on how fast you go. The real modes they should have is Whole Foods versus Trader Joe's yeah. versus Gelson's. Speed bump. Like the Gelson speed bumps, a little more dynamic. Yeah. The Whole Foods got like a 4% grade as it comes back on to San Vicente. That's That would be the actual right. mode that and, these cars and, should have. 
And out here especially, there should be a, a lower, like, pull-into-the-garage, parking garage oh, mode. Yeah, and that's then for right. me, actually, I kind of have to. I'm short enough. i got to jump in and out of the goddamn thing. So right. they should have a kind of, like, mat-get-in mode. Mat-get-in mode. <laughs> so I could just hop in. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's clean. It's sleek. The black works. It's, uh, they've done what I always like. I always hate the big side markers on the side of the cars. And they've wrapped the front lighting package around and they've wrapped the rear lighting package around so no more big side marker yeah. on the side. Everything's, very smooth. Everything's very kind of flush mounted now. Everything sort of feels the same like all the trim pieces and everything. And they blacked out where a lot of the chrome used to be but it looks good. I figure I'll fire it up just to fire it say up. we did. It's got some bark to it I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh-oh. Let's see. Foot on the brake. Reposition the key fob. Let's see. Oh, there we go. Oh. Yeah, I like the gurgling. <laughs> this is not what you expect this thing to sound like. They definitely no. made this thing uh, sound awesome. And the, the feature that... Uh, that all these new cars have. This is the one annoying feature for me. I love this truck, believe it or not. I'm not a huge SUV guy, but this one I really love. It's fast. Is that damn start-stop feature. And this got some rump to it. So, like, if you're driving with the windows down at a stoplight, you hear this thing start right. at every start light. It's right. kind of an odd feature. Like, you can hit the button to turn it off, but it's just a weird thing where they're trying to do to conserve gas. But this thing is too much fun to conserve gas. Yes. You want to hit the gas, you just want to hit it every time you can. So it's a 2014 Range Rover. Yeah, they start, I think, about 80 grand for the supercharged V8s. This one, like I said, with all the options, is about 94,000. Where are we with the Audi Q5? and the BMW X5. And you know, the, the um, uh, I, I don't know the, the price point of these. The Q7 is the big Q, Oh, the Q7 Audi. is the big one, right. And uh, and the BMW X5, and I think, um, I think the, again, the guys at Edmunds were saying that this, this new one with its lighter weight and its dynamic suspension will outhandle an X5. Mm-hmm. Um, the brakes are phenomenal. I don't know what the price point is, but, you know, once you get into a $100,000 range, I think you wow. can get into the M version Big, of an X5. Huge but, Brembo calipers up yeah, front. It stops. It it definitely it exudes a lot of confidence. It's handling, it's stopping, it's ride. And you are above everybody else on the road, so you kind of feel like the big dog when you're driving this thing. Yeah, it's really nice. All right. So until next time, this is Adam Corolla for Matt, the motorator, DeAndrea, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. <laughs> <laughs>